today we are talking about the expansiveness of this personal brand and my business that I'm building. And I think true to anything that you're doing, whether it's building a business or, or working for a corporation or living your best life, um, finding what's going to excite you long term, something that you can grow into is one of the very important things. And for me, staying challenged in something is is where I need to be. And so creating something that allows for that challenge and growth and pursuit is really important. And so we're breaking that down today. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness, this daily practice of celebrating how amazing we all are. Seriously. Yeah, we're going to do that. We really are going to do that. So let's go ahead and and do it already. Sheesh. Uh, So my great thing is just raising these really amazing humans. And I know probably every parent says that, right? Like just to raise amazing humans. And I don't know how you measure that or how, how you get proof of that. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but yesterday I feel like I had some and I don't know how you raise kind, caring, compassionate kids. Um, but I am, proud to at least experience some examples of that and to be able to see that in action is super cool. So um, yesterday, my youngest daughter got a gift card for her birthday. And it's cool because at the shop, we got what I would call community currency gift cards. So these are 
cards that work at all of our local businesses, which is a game changer. It really is. And so my kids have these new cards. They got them for their birthday from their aunt. And they want to come shopping at my shop, which they can do with these cards. And so it's this whole, like, I have my own money and I get to decide where I'm going to spend it. And it's this new independent thing too, because these are all places that they can get to on their own. So if they just decided that they wanted to go grab ice cream, they can do that without needing parents if they really wanted to. Now, that obviously wouldn't work um, because they would need us to go with them. But that's the idea, right? Everything in town you can access and you have funds for that work everywhere. That's a little bit safer than carrying cash and losing it. And so, um, yeah, so my daughter wants to come shopping at my shop and she's like going around and looking at all the cool toys and clothes and bracelets and all these things. And she comes up to the counter with her gift card and two books one book that she's been wanting and then the other, which is a gift book for her dad for Father's Day. And I'm like, as a kid, right? Remember having any amount of money and how, and maybe this was just me and maybe other houses. um, It wasn't that scarce, but I remember getting money and just being like, okay, really make sure that I'm spending this because I don't know that I'll ever have money again. And who knows? I mean, I think at one point we had put all of our money into this bank and I don't know what happened, but there must have been, I don't know if it was when my parents went bankrupt. I don't know if it was because a bank closed down, but something happened that all of the money that we had put into our little tiny kids savings accounts, which is what we were told we were supposed to do with our money instead of just kind of hoarding it, we were supposed to put it safely into these accounts. I don't remember which one affected these, but all the money that I had saved as a kid, which was probably $300 or something even lesser than that, was gone. The bank took it. And I know that the bank no longer exists, so I'm not sure which one happened. I'm really not. But from what I know, and maybe it was something completely unrelated to those two things, but from what I was told, I no longer have that money. And so that might have been some of the reason that I was scared about or like wanted to keep my money. I don't remember. But I remember as a kid that being a very big deal, like even going into the bank prior to that happening, just being like, really? Because I kind of want to be able to spend it. And at that time, you didn't get debit cards. You didn't have access to your money unless you physically went to the bank and got money out. And even then, there weren't just ATMs on every other corner. There weren't 
actual ATM cards very often. So you had to physically go to the bank. So it seemed like a crazy thing to me because I'm like, listen, if one day I decide I want to go up to John's convenience store and get a soda, I'm not going to be able to do that if I put this money here at this bank that's 45 minutes away. So that didn't make sense to me. So I remember how having that money felt like this new brush of independence. And so it was really cool to see that happen yesterday at my shop, to see kids having their own currency that they were in control of. You know, how empowering. What an amazing thing. What an amazing tool. And so I really enjoyed that. And that also meant that my own kid had their own currency right at their fingertips. And instead of, you know, buying her probably 12th Lego set or her 500th bracelet from the shop, she chose to spend this like coveted set of money that she has on this card on her, on a gift for her dad. Like she's six. That's got to be about the sweetest little thing that I have ever heard. And so I'm going to go ahead and just chalk that up as some proof that I have done something right with these children of mine. You really have no idea. And that's why it's like, search for and pat yourself on the back for any accomplishment that you feel good about whatsoever. Because you don't know when you're going to get another one. You don't know if everything is going to turn here and go wrong the rest of life. You really don't. And so let's just take a moment. Get excited about what's coming next. And um, give ourselves time to appreciate and um, celebrate some of the accomplishments that we have, but also that we just feel great about. Like I have very little to do with that decision, but my hope is that I have had something to do in raising a child who understands that. Now, at the same time, I'm sure that they're equally mean and making terrible decisions, but once in a while, should I take some time as a parent when I see something that I am really happy about to get excited about that development? Yes. And so that's really greatness grounding, whether you're a parent or not, whether or not you have something to celebrate like that, it's not really important, the subject matter. It's just taking some time to really reflect, like that's a cool selfless thing. And, you know, to know how much that, like that deeper level of money mattering at that age, um, to know that you're going to take what little you had and make sure that you take care of someone else is just everything to me. So, uh, that's my great thing. Just celebrating just the, one of the 
one wins that I might get this week, you know, like who knows what it's going to look like, but that is exciting from a parenting standpoint. And it's not something that we get to celebrate every day. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Um, life coming in hard and fast as always. I have been on this journey for, we will be at about five years. We'll start on our fifth year, middle of July. So we are, um, rounding the bend here. And I think this week I should actually be recording my thousandth podcast episode, which is like, do we write a thousand in the show title? That seems like a lot of numbers to put in there. And there is a character limit, I think, though I don't know what it is. Um, But why does that matter? Well, I'm not sure that the number of episodes matters as much. And it's actually over a thousand at this point because um, we, we did a lot of interviews in one season. It was really cool. And I had this vision of doing more interviews. And then I opened this shop that really completely distracted me from that, but it's fine. I think interviews will come in the form of a different podcast. And I'm really excited to be building that over this summer. And there are so many things that I love about this brand and the expandability of it. Um, And everything that I did before now sort of felt like I was going down a road that was too specific for my brain to continue expanding on, if that makes sense. Like it felt like I was being backed into a corner similar to the corporate corner that I had just left. Like I wanted to build a brand and a business that was that was completely open and expandable and didn't go down one sector too hard. And, you know, I think all the time about like, how does this method apply to other things? Because listen, my head goes to local sports teams that aren't driving all over the country that are just specific about player development and not, you know, player development and athlete development versus this kind of warped world that we've been living in. That's like, we got to go all over the country to, to get the experiences that we need. Like, what if we just focus on what's right here and build it really strong and safe and secure and, and build leaders? And what if we just make the area better? you know, and play each other, but make sure that it is this encouraging and, and wonderfully built program. And that's like a crazy next level, um, vision, but that's, what's really cool about this brand and, and where we're going. And even my podcast, like the whole point of the podcast was to be able to be expandable. I remember early on the stuff that I was reading and researching, it was like, 
be very specific and niche down your market and do that work. And then as I continued just following wherever I ended up, just following my feet, it was like, ah, I know I should be, but I don't know what to specifically focus on. And finding what I was passionate about specifically focusing on took a lot of time. Took about almost three or four years of showing up here every day to figure out what the overall message of this is, which really, in a very expandable way, same as the the local brand, you know, the death of a dream really is about dream doing. And right, we do dreams. That's what we do here. That's what we talk about. This is one person's path to following a life that they decided. And so that subject matter is obviously like, who knows what we're going to cover in that? Maybe next week it's meditation and maybe three weeks ago or two years ago, it's all about minimalism. I love being able to just dive into wherever my intuition and guidance leads me. And sometimes we cover the same thing over and over and over again until it breaks through to me. And then we sort of let that one go. And that doesn't mean that you also have to let that one go. That means like, I have let that ship sail. Goodbye, ship. Thank you for coming into Harbor. Love to see where you go from here. Some of the ships, I'm like, please don't come back again. Please just continue to sail far, far away from these harbors and never come back. <laughs> please, please just do that. Thank you. Okay. No, but in all seriousness, that's that's what I always found exciting. And even with my business, that was some of the niche in, figure out what you're going to focus on. And we do, right? We know now that we want to help rural communities or these smaller communities that are essentially being forgotten by major corporations that are saying we want to, oh, they're not monopolies, certainly not, couldn't be. Um, but we really want to own the market. And we're saying, okay, but what if communities remembered what it was like to utilize one another, right? Just in case all of you continue to do what you've been doing and you alienate yourselves to the point that you can't even deliver on some of um, the promises that you have made to all of these people. And so they can't really access anything in a meaningful or important time. And so all of a sudden they become dependent on their local ecosystem. And if no one's focused on building that back up or helping you to understand who those people are and how you access them, we are in big trouble. Big trouble. What if something like 2020 happens again, but it's worse this time? And we really can't get anything because of the supply chain. I mean, there are so many things that could happen. And some of these communities, if you would get confined to them, you'd be in big trouble. 
and we wouldn't know who grows food, who makes what, where to get those things. We wouldn't know. Yikes. Isn't that scary? We wouldn't know. And so we're saying, okay, let's fix that. Who's here? What's here? How do we access it? What are they excited about? Why does this matter? And how do we make accessing all of it more convenient so that we're not having to spend seven days on Facebook researching who makes t-shirts in our town, right? Talking to Aunt Cheryl, your hairdresser or your cousin's uncle's Facebook friend posting on your town Facebook group only to get 7,000 responses of people's cousin's uncle's brother in Florida who can ship to you. Like, no, we want what's local. Imagine. And so <laughs> let's go. Let's find these things and let's create this brand, not only on the personal brand side, but also because I just got hired to speak the other day. And knowing that the, the, I don't know that it's a net. Yeah. The net that I cast is pretty wide, but I have had to narrow it down. Like here are the 10 things that I like talking about the most, but knowing that it's sort of like this show, it's whatever I'm researching or focused on or whatever they're asking for that's related to any of those given topics and that I can freely explore and expand on those things, you know that one of my favorite people is um, Gary Vanderchuk in this space because from my understanding, he doesn't even allow them to determine what he'll talk about. He actually will like investigate the audience and I think maybe collect some information, but mostly he just talks, right? And that's a really, and obviously he did start that way probably, but what a really powerful way to command the attention of the audience and what a cool thing to say like oh I just go in and talk about whatever I want I don't know that I have like these specific sets of what I'm going to talk about and oh my gosh I sort of I experimented with that last month when I got to expand on what local is and that was my first time presenting in a similar style like I had a slide deck but it was really just more of a reminder in my brain yep that's what I'm talking about yep check 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 um but it was not super scripted it was just like flow 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 you know how to do this you talk for a half hour straight every morning to an audience on a random topic chosen that day so this is not something that is crazy it's kind of like um what is that? Improv. 
or comedy. Like you're getting what the audience is giving you and you are reacting to that. And that's cool. That's cool. And I obviously don't have that feedback on this podcast (laughs) or it probably would not still be going, but here we are. Um, (laughs) But I think creating something that is super expandable as I continue to grow in this life, because this isn't like, hey, we started on, you know, I don't think that that would be a realistic approach to how we do this personal journal podcast for me to say, okay, back when I started, I was super focused on my death of a dream, right? Like that was where I I live. That was where I spent my time and my life. And now I'm super focused on right this very minute. Um, that that's really what I needed to heal first. And now four years out, almost going on our fifth year of this self-development work, I'm focused on focusing, <laughs> which life has thrown in some curveballs. Focus and attention were definitely a focus for a while, probably in about year three or two and a half. I had to find a way when the door was blown wide open and I had endless amounts of time to do whatever it was that I wanted. I had to find the ability to to focus, to manage myself, my time, my brain, my everything. And I had never done that before. Like in school, all through school, all through athletics, like I always had someone telling me what to do. And when I left that structure, I went right back into the same structure. Okay, now you're going to have a boss. That boss will tell you what to do. I was very lucky to have bosses that were pretty hands off and let me tell myself what to do. But they always had sort of this guidance to keep me on track and, and checkpoints and all the things. And so... I never really had to do that before. And not only did I dive into that world of having to manage that pretty actively and aggressively, I also like gave myself no timeline, gave myself no parameters, just let myself freely explore any and everything and go. And that looked like a million different things. But it also was how how I think we navigate life. Some things we have to be hit over the head with. A hundred thousand times. Just a direct drive, hit, drive, hit, drive, hit, drive, hit. Over and over and over again. (sighs) And so you hear that in the podcast. Like, we've hit attention. This is not like, okay, check the box. We've hit attention. We can't come back around to it. No, life ebbs and flows. And so we had to hit attention again. And 
that's why I really love the way that my personal brand is shaping up and the way that my um, business brand is really shaping up and super expandable and free. And yes, we're specific for sure, but um, it's also can go in so many different directions. So many. It's wild. And I love that that's something that I built and that I never took that direction, mostly because I like to create my own direction, but I never took that direction because it didn't feel right for me. Not that it wasn't right, just that it didn't feel right for me. And I feel like I always knew that somehow this was going to shake out to, to what it needed to shake out to. Somehow we were going to get there. And I feel amazing that we're where we are right now and that that has been possible for me and yeah here here we are building this thing um yesterday i had had a really scary moment because I had to um, test these new shirts or I guess I haven't posted them yet because I'm still a little bit nervous, but I got them in yesterday. And it's like they the, the shirts just say local, right? Um, cool. Cool, Hannah. You're so cool. But it's my first shirt that's just my brand. Nothing else. It just is local. And that's like super nerve wracking because every other shirt we've done has been like the town. So if you're just a fan of the town, you might buy this shirt. Uh, but you have to be an actual fan of local to buy this shirt. And whew, that... That is super nerve-wracking. <laughs> I've done things. Um, like, I've done the double arrow. I've sort of danced around it, but this is the first one that's like, boom. You know, if you were buying, if you loved McDonald's, you would just buy a, a shirt that says McDonald's. That's what this shirt is. Local. Like, you have to be a fan to want this shirt. And that feels very nerve wracking to put out there because now I'm going to know, do I have fans? Does this shirt sell? Oh, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So really excited to see people respond to that. Not sure how that will go over, but you know, here for whatever, just doing the things and sort of banking on, on this, on the importance of this structure and this brand and how it really is 
allowing me to live fully and expansively something, my personal brand or my business going into this corner and having to sit like baby in the corner and not being able to do what I feel in the expansiveness of this, um, would really hurt where we go. So feeling excited about where we go from here and just knowing that I'm building something that I'm interested in. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.